Look, that one's wearing a skirt. That's not what men do. <laughs> person listening to this podcast i'm taylor i'm sarah and we are having a little slumber party today and you know like we're just we've got we're we're, we're recording on the bed today which is uh, on the floor which in is my on living the room. floor <laughs> got our nice cozy clothes and our nice cozy pillows and what better thing to do for a slumber party than like look at movies yeah like a movie themed yeah so we decided this was suggested by our friend blake who was like you should do I think Blake suggested it. It was, Blake. no, it was Bryce. Was it Bryce? It was Sorry, Bryce. Bryce. Um, was, you should, like, read Common Sense Media reviews of movies, because, as, as most people know, Common Sense Media will absolutely roast the shit out of movies. Although Sarah has never heard of this. I've never, but I also, like, I think, I don't know how long it's been around, but, like, we were a focus on the family family when I was young, mm-hmm. and then we haven't had kids in the house for a long time. Yeah. So, like... Uh, I think I it's been it's... around a long time, but I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so that it's like a Christian nonprofit organization that will basically review movies and do like kind of the IMDb like parents guide section, but they're always like viciously roast it's... like teens in tank tops and like you know they hold hands and like stuff like that where it's like yeah. they go a little hard. On, it's like, like inappropriate. Very content. detailed. It's so detailed. Very. I didn't realize this. Oh yeah, they break it down into very detailed categories, which we'll discuss in a minute. But we have an update section. Oh yes, we have updates. We have we have a little piece of torn notebook paper with like <laughs> like gel <laughs> sparkly gel pen notes written on it because we were like we have to go through the people want to know <laughs> the people want to know about the stuff that nobody cares about no. Which is um, that Christian band that we talked about on the episode, I think, that was posted right before this one. I think it was, um, was it episode 46? I don't know. They're all jumbled for me It now. was one of the last couple episodes we recorded. We were talking about a Christian band that Sarah was, like, thinking about from growing up they, and couldn't they, remember. They wrote a lot of music. They wrote a lot of music. Yeah. And the band was Phillips, Craig, and Dean. Phillips, Craig, and Dean. Thank you to Sarah's mother. Thank you for playing. <laughs> Shout out to Pam. <laughs> Shout out to Pam. Being for... the only person that knew that band. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, but I would hold have on. never thought about I them. I want to, hold on, let me actually find the text that I sent her. To be like, hey, what's this band called? Um, because th- I feel like... There we go. Okay, okay. Um, I was like, what's that one Christian band? It's three guys, and they wrote a bunch of songs that were later popularized by other artists, and they've been around for a while. I think they were, the group was formed in like the 80s or 90s. And she said, Phillips, Craig, and Dean? I like <laughs> that from that extremely vague description... <laughs> You didn't even give, like, a song that they were known no. for. And she immediately was like, Phillips Craig and Dean. I was like, yes! She said, okay, why? And I never responded. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's a very, like, KLTY core band. Yeah. 
<laughs> from like the 90s oh but gosh anyway um and then we there was another episode like a few episodes before this one where we were talking about a podcast and it's just like two dudes talking about doing oh, stuff yeah but we were like this is one of those non-toxic ones where it's like yeah. really funny it's like your favorite pop tarts and stuff like that they're like kind of they're kind of popular on tiktok it seems yeah like. i see a lot of their tiktoks yeah. and ro texted us while they were editing the episode and was like you guys are talking about the basement yard yes and that is what we were talking about that was exactly what we were talking about i um, didn't know that that's what they were called i didn't either I, there are a lot of podcasts where I've only ever seen, like, clips on TikTok right. that I'm like, I don't really listen to that. Yeah. Um, like, what? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Bryce. I'm about to not know the name of this podcast either. <laughs> but this is one that Bryce really likes. It's, like, two gay dudes talking about being gay in, like, the 80s and the 90s. Bros, chilling with a podcast. <laughs> it's, like, these two, like, gay friends just talking That's about fun. growing up being gay. And I'm trying to remember what it's called because Bryce fun. really likes them. Hang on, let me, I'll text him and ask him and we'll get his response. I'll have another update for you, maybe, maybe later in this episode, maybe in the next one. Um, <laughs> we'll just have to see. <laughs> just me texting him, what's that podcast with the gay twinks that you like? <laughs> <laughs> You'll know exactly what I'm talking I love, about. I love, I <laughs> love. Oh, it's called, I think it's called Good Children, I think is what it's called. <laughs> oh, Okay. He's gonna love that message. <laughs> I think he's also at like a like a pageant meeting right now. Oh so no! He's get that meeting while he's like he's gonna get that text while he's in a meeting. That's funny. The other thing was I told Sarah before we started that I wanted to talk about something, mm-hmm. and I could then forgot what it was, and then immediately remembered like right before we started, which was my sister and I were talking about the other day. What is like growing up? Mm-hmm. What did your family call the clothes that you wear to bed? Oh. Uh. Well. What an interesting question. I think we could <laughs> did not think that that was going to be such a deep thinking question. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Is I think we called them pajamas for the most part. Mm-hmm. But, like, I also think that, like, like at some point it was like like we called them pajamas when i was little but and then and then kind of still as an adult but then like there was also this this phenomenon where like especially like once we got past the age of wearing like pajama sets mm-hmm. there was this phenomenon where we wouldn't call them anything and we'd just say that like you needed to get ready for bed or dressed for bed mm-hmm. so it's like it's not even really called Something, it's just like part of the action of being ready for bed. Yeah. Is that what you, like is that how you refer to them now? Yeah, so, like, I'll either I'll either say like I need to put my pajamas on or I'll say like I need to get ready for bed. And getting ready for bed means I need to like change my clothes and brush my teeth and take my contacts out. Yeah. Cause we were talking about so we called them jammies. Jammies. Which That's I've so never cute. met anyone else that called them that. That's what my, my mom's mom called them. Like, my grandmother called them jammies. Yeah. And we spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house growing up, and so, like, that's what we called them. That's adorable. But also, then we were talking about the controversy of the correct way to pronounce the full word of that, which I have always pronounced as pajamas. Right. But then other people pronounce it pajamas. Yeah. And I think it's, like, a regional difference. Yeah, we're a pajama people. We're a pajama family. Yeah, we um, were, like, I think pajama fam Because yeah. we called them jammies. So yeah. it's, like, then it just makes sense so, that you would call them pajamas. And that's, so that's another interesting thing. Because, like, we also, like, we're, um, a very, like, 
I'm growing more and more convinced by the by the year, by the day, that we are a, just an undiagnosed neurodivergent family. Oh, yes. <laughs> and um, an, a very hyperactive undiagnosed neurodivergent family. And so there's a lot of, like, throughout my life, there's been a lot of, like, like, like when I just break into song or like have like weird little like when I'll like smash a word together to make a horrible word yeah do you even have ADHD if you don't just like sometimes do you even sing have... words that you're yeah. like saying that's not that's not obviously unique to me and it's something that I grew up my whole family doing like yeah just making horrible bastardizations of like other normal words mm-hmm. and so like we called them pajamas broadly speaking but also if we thought it was funny, like, like they were, they were, they were jammies or they were uh, like, and then like jammies became Jimmy jams. And so it'd be like, I need to get my Jimmy jams. And like, <laughs> that was, that was equivalent to saying I need to get ready for bed. I love people's like weird, <laughs> like family, like colloquial yes. terms where it's like, yeah, like the, what you call like a, the TV remote. Yeah. Like, I feel like everyone's family has like a different word for that. It's a clicker. Yep. Yeah. We called it clicker. Yeah. Um, but we, so what we said, so we were like, we would call it like Jimmy Jams or, but we also said pajamas. But then did you ever play Pajama Sam? See, yeah, that's, I was going to talk about Pajama Sam because that's like the only way I've ever heard, like I've never heard people call it Pajama Sam. No, because that would be stupid because yeah, it's, it, he's called you, Sam because it rhymes. Yeah, Pajama Sam, like yeah. the sound, like it sounds good together. Yeah, and we called it Pajama Sam. We didn't call it Pajama but like. But you said pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. That is fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we were talking, my sister and I were talking about that, and, like, that I was like, yeah, I've never heard anyone else, like, really commonly call them jammies. But my Mm. grandmother is from, like, because she said, my sister said a lot of her friends call it, like, say jammies. Oh, okay. Like, she knew people that said that. But my sister lives in California, and so all of her friends are from California. Oh. And my grandmother's from Washington, so I'm like, maybe it's like, so a, it's like coastal a coastal thing. thing. Yeah, like, maybe it's just like a regional thing. Yeah, that that makes sense. I, th- I feel like most of the time, those those things are like a coastal thing. Or, or not a coastal, but like, like, a, regional, like a regional thing. Yeah. Just like soda versus pop. I'm I like, hate when people call it pop. I'm like, why? Don't call it that. I also hate the southern phenomenon, phenomenon of calling everything Coke. Yeah, that's which is so confusing. Yeah, it's very confusing. If you don't know this, people in the South, like people in like the Southern United States, will often call any kind of soda Coke. Yeah, and then you have to then specify which type of soda you mean. Yeah, so and you can specify at Coke. I mean actually Coke. Yeah, and like like it's a you'll have a a very common conversation. Will be like, hey, can you grab me a Coke? And you'll say, sure, which kind? And then they'll say. Sprite. Yeah. Or, you know, but what I think is really interesting, uh, like, in the same vein, is, like, Coke is, like, a broad word, but I don't think I've ever heard somebody say, can I have a Coke, and then ask for a Dr. Pepper. Because Dr. Pepper is, like, its own sacred, special thing in Dr. The Pepper is very... Yeah, I was actually gonna say mm-hmm. that I remember one time I saw, like, a TikTok or something that someone was talking about, like... A weird way. I think they was talking about people in Utah that drink like weird sodas, where they right. like, kind of like combine flavors into soda. Oh. And I was like, wait. And I commented on it, and I was like, wait until you find out the people in the South drink Dr Pepper hot. And there was so many people comment. This is like the most hopping TikTok engagement I've ever had. <laughs> so many people were like, what the fuck? And I was like, I don't. 
But yes, that is very common in the South. People drink Dr. Pepper warmed up. I don't know why. That is criminal. It's gross. It's weird. But people love Dr. Pepper in the South. Yep. Love it. It's like sweet tea. Like, yeah. It's like the same. Those are the drinks in the South. It's like Dr. Pepper, Pepper, sweet tea. And that was always weird um, growing up because I don't like Dr. Pepper or sweet tea. I don't Mm. like either of them. Yeah, I'm not like a sweet tea person. I don't, I can kind of give or take Dr. Pepper. I don't care. Um, Because I just, I don't generally like tea most of the time. And uh, dark colored sodas make me sick. So, I never liked them. And boy, oh boy, that, I mean, I may as well have just, I, I think I could have, like, come out to my parents and gotten less of a, like, a volatile reaction. Than, like, I don't like than, sweet like, tea. Than, like, I don't really like sweet tea or Dr. Pepper. It's like when you tell people in the South you don't like bacon. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, know neither of us eat bacon. No, we don't. And people do not like that either. It's, the yeah. South loves bacon. Yeah. Which is so weird. Yeah. I don't know why people like bacon so much. It really, in my opinion, does not taste that it's, good. Like, I've never, I have not eaten bacon in, like, probably 15 years. Yeah. I didn't, like, I learned I pretty early on as a child that I didn't really like bacon. No, I've never liked it. The, to me, the flavor is too pervasive. It's like, if bacon was in the same room as another food, that food's gonna taste like bacon. Yeah, if bacon is in anything, like, it just tastes like bacon. Yeah. You don't taste anything else. It's just the bacon. And it's, like, not, it's fine... It's okay, but, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, like, the entire... And really, it's not even just the South. It seems like it's everywhere. People like bacon a lot. But, like, everybody reason. just has this, like, sordid love affair with bacon. And I don't get it. Yeah, I don't... I don't see it. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. As my boss would say, he always is, like, you know, so-and-so likes it so much. He just, you know, he's, like... Engaging in whatever activity is like he, he's like reading that book and he's got a boner. That's what he always says. Yeah. He's like someone likes something. He's like he's doing everybody's that thing and he's got, got a boner. Everybody's, everybody's got a bacon boner. Everybody's eating bacon and they've got a boner. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, back to the common sense media. So yeah, they will do like they break it down into categories. You can search like any movie and they'll tell you like what parents say in terms of like how old they think you ought to be to to like watch this movie. And they'll tell you what kids think that they have to say. You can read, like, all the reviews. It's, like, any sort of review website where you can, like, read all of the user reviews. But then the website will break it down into, like, categories of, like, positive messages, positive role models, violence and scariness, sex, romance, and nudity. I don't know why they include That's romance a- as, like, an inappropriate concept. Um, it's probably for all of the, like... All of the people the, that were like, you can't, even if they're not kissing or having sex with naked, you can't watch it. It's for the Duggars. It. It's for the courting people. Yeah, this is, this is who that website is for. It's for, like, homeschooled courting people. Yeah. Uh, language, products and purchases. I do appreciate that they include that because it is, like, some, especially kids media, will have, like, really intense product placement. And if you're yeah. six, you don't understand that that's, like, advertising. Yeah. Um, and then drinking drugs and smoking. So it's, like, similar to IMDb, but, like, they will go way harder on a lot of these things. So we've both picked a movie without- we have not, like, pre-read any of the no. topics. Um, but I picked The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1 because that's the movie where they fuck. And I yeah. knew that people were gonna be like, they fucked. Whoa. This is horrible. And I picked uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie that just came out, so it's topical. Very topical. Very, very topical. And that is, like, literally and a children's movie. for kids. Like, literally for children. So I'd love... 
off the bat, it's got three stars, and I'm already very interested to see well, what, also what they found <laughs> wrong with it for children. The I would like to read the byline for you of Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1, which is, Sexy honeymoon, disturbing pregnancy, dominate vampire tale. That is like the <laughs> summary byline of this review. <laughs> Which that is honestly, really a great way to sum up that, that whole sums movie. it up. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> what what is yours? What does it say for yours? A colorful adventure is a bit more violent than the games. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's over here like they ruined my Mario yeah, game. I also Violence. love that you can see at the top. It tells you who reviewed the movie. Um, and so, like, it has, like, their staff, I guess, who are, like, on here and be like, hey, this one's by, mine's by Tara. Mine is reviewed by Tara McNamara. And is Sandy Angulo Chen. So there you go. So they'll have, like, a, like, people can leave their own reviews, but they will have, like, a, I guess, professional, I mean, it's a non-profit, so I'm assuming they're all, like, just, you know, amateur volunteers or something. Yeah, maybe. That will, like, review it and break it down into, like, the categories. Maybe that's why, so that they have, like, like the, like, review, like, credit, so they have the the article credit, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, off the bat, if I may, this is hilarious to me, because it has, common sense says, age is seven plus. Mm-hmm. Parents say, age six plus. Oh. Kids say, age six plus. So, common sense is going a little wild on the Mario movie and ignoring the parents and the kids who are saying that's one year too many. Yeah, they're like, no, no, you've got to be seven. <laughs> I love that it's that specific because mine says, yeah, common sense says age fourteen plus. Parents say age fourteen plus, and kids say age thirteen plus. I'm like, they give you a lot of options. Like, it's not like age brackets. They're like, yeah, you're like, thirteen, here's... you're not ready for this. Next yeah. year, you'll be ready for this. I know, right? Seems really specific. Okay, let me see. I want to go in the sex and nudity category, because oh, I know please. they're going to just absolutely roast that, like, really bad sex scene where they break the bed. Oh, yours is so long. Mine just says, so mine has two stars for sex, romance, and nudity. How is there I, sex, romance, and nudity in that movie? Mario and Bowser both express romantic interest in Princess Peach, which, by the way, I've seen the movie, and I don't think Mario ever expresses interest in Peach. It's, like, very vague, apparently. It's, like... Like, like subtext. He, he doesn't ever say anything. And neither does she. Uh, they do, like, ev- like peripheral characters will be like, come on, of course she would pick Mario over Bowser. Bowser's the worst, and Mario's so cool. And they go, uh, no, you know? Yeah. And, like, don't... We don't need to talk about that. So, like... It says that they both express interest in Princess Peach, which I feel like is false. And then it says some characters joke with Mario that she would never go out with him. Which is true. They're including this in, like, something that you need to, like, beware of your kids seeing. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, hey, just so you know, this movie... They talk about going out. They don't even talk about, like, kissing or... No, just, like... It's literally just, like, just going going out. out with... Uh, which I think is so fun. I that's one. And of the they're things... all like adults. It's they're not kids, are they? Aren't they meant to be like no? Adult yeah, they're characters? all supposed to be adult characters. <laughs> Mario has a business in this movie. Spoiler: say, Isn't he played by like Chris Pratt? He's some played shit? by Chris Pratt. Spoiler it. alert from Mario Bros. The movie 2013. Mario and his brother Luigi are just two Brooklyn plumbers. 
They both have a business, a plumbing business in Brooklyn, New York. People are like, you should not see this with your kids who are under the age of seven. Because, yeah. Because they talk about going out on dates as, yeah. like, adults. Which, and that one always cracked me up. The, 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 like, the parents who were, like, really, really concerned and conservative about, like, their kids being, uh, like, being exposed to the idea that people need to get to know other people before they make a lifelong commitment to them. Yeah, the idea of, like, dating in I'm general like, is, like, I'm like, how taboo. did your parents get together? Like, how did they find each other. Yeah, surely your did parents they, did not also What's court. that? They dated? Because that's what, of course they did. Because of course they did. It just, it always cracks me up. This like, is like an anti-courtship. We do not support courtship not support on this podcast. Courtship. Like, do what you want, but probably not that. But like, I don't know that I would argue that that's a great way to do things. That's not, it's just, it's so silly. Is that the entire sex that's and the romance? the whole section. Okay, let me yeah. read this, because yeah, there's like a very big paragraph. Please. After sharing a couple of passionate kisses and getting married, Belle and Edward finally consummate their relationship on their honeymoons. Viewers see bare backs and other flashes of skin as Bella and Edward skinny dip, backs, chest, and a quick glimpse of Bella's breasts from the side as she embraces Edward. You've gotta know you see her breasts from the side. Quick glimpse. Make out passionately in the water and then move to the bed. There are also breathing sounds, lingerie shots, etc. Edward's seen on top of Bella and consequently breaks the bed frame with his passion. He also bruises Bella. Breathing sounds. <laughs> How inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, people do listen to, like, audios of people, like, panting and That's stuff like true. that. So, um, on another occasion, Bella has a sexy dream and wakes up pleading with Edward to make love. I hate it when people call having sex making love. <laughs> I truly hate that so much. She also wears pretty skimpy lingerie and swimsuits. Oh, yeah, she wears, like, a bikini or whatever. Oh, my God. After the honeymoon, the romance is limited to one clip, quick glimpse of the, of the wolves and their mates kissing on the beach and some chaste embraces. I love that so much. They're like, but I'm honestly surprised they weren't more concerned about the fact that they fucked. Like they well, go, they're married. That, well, I, that's fair. I guess it's like so. It's okay. Good Christian fucking because uh, yeah. uh, Stephanie Meyer is like really Mormon. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because that whole movie is like an anti-abortion propaganda of like she doesn't get rid of the baby even though it like literally is killing her. <laughs> And this is really one of the situations where it's like, yeah, I don't yeah, understand like, how you could be against that. That's not. She literally dies. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, 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 no. That's not cool. Let's see. I'm interested. So this one also... And I think... Uh, I, I'm... I've, I think I've figured out that the, the dots on this five-point scale are, like, how how strong it is in that thing. Yeah, like, how much of that okay, is in Okay, great. There. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm reading this correctly. So, yeah. Drinking, drugs, and smoking... Um. Oh, that's really funny. They they included one one star on their scale for drinking, drugs, and smoking because Mario eats magical mushrooms to give him temporary power, like he, in like, the game. Does shrooms? Is that what they're saying? They're like, oh, it's like they're like, <laughs> hey, the the mushroom power ups are drugs, <laughs> or could be perceived as drugs. I don't know. Okay, well, one of my favorite more. categories is the language category because the oh. things that they put as like bad language kill me every time. Oh my god. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> Insulting, bullying language used to humiliate and put down main characters include idiot, shut up, stupid, <laughs> worthless, and you're a joke. 
able the ableist term crazy is used to describe a character. I which is that's an interesting inclusion. I have not heard the discourse around that term being ableist. I, I believe that it exists either, but I there is a lot of like discourse in the kind of like psychology world of like words that tip, like psycho and insane that typically are used to like negatively like be negatively associated with yeah. someone with like you know uh, some sort of psychiatric disorder yeah but I feel like it's more that we need to stop using those words to associate with people with psychiatric disorders and use them in their like other meaning which is like well, that's just wild yeah well, so that's the that's the interesting thing about all of that discourse right is like all of those words originated as like clinical words like the word lunatic was a clinical word yeah the word crazy was a clinical word and then they became something else and so every time they became something else people were like whoa and picked a different word because they understood that it's like kind of not cool yeah. to like <laughs> to label every behavior that you find a little out of the box to be clinically insane yeah but I feel like because they're not used clinically anymore, it's like you can just use that word yeah. and like not whatever. Anyway, yeah, mine includes. <laughs> I love that they specify less swearing than most PG thirteen movies. Oh, uh, words include pissed off, crap, bloodsucker, <laughs> damn, and hell. I see two swear words in there. <laughs> I love that they're putting crap. I don't think crap is a swear word. I mean it. Like, it is if oh my god is a swear word to you. I feel like there's people that think that things like crap and crud or like that are like substitute swear words yeah. are swears because they're substitutes because they're subs- for swear words. Well, because, and I've heard like in my, like when I was growing up, it, there was like a very defined hierarchy mm-hmm. where it was like, um, if you were really trying to be like very chaste and modest, you would say shoot. Shoot. Was the least, that was the lowest of, that was the, like, the the nicest thing you can say. Uh Uh-huh. Shoot followed, followed by crud. Mm -hmm. Then crap was worse than crud. Yeah, crap is worse than, for sure, I, we did not say shoot, but crap is definitely worse than crud. In, like, the hierarchy of, like, yeah, like, kind of Southern Christian Baptist, like, very trying to be, like, nice and and polite and and really, like, like, the the only thing that was, like, on kind of the same level is, like, if you, like, you could say shoot or crud and, like, probably be fine, and you could also, like, substitute, like, other words, like, instead of, like, a a, a swear word or a substitute swear word, you could be, like, ah, beans or shucks, you know, like, oh, like, shucks. like, one of those other, like, st- just really stupid sounding exclamations. Yeah. Um, but, like, crap was, like, a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Because my mom would say crud in front of us, but, but it wasn't until crap. we were, like, older that, she, that we heard her say crap. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. I believe you because the, <laughs> the, like, weirdness of, like, super conservative Christian culture that is, like, very on brand. Yeah. It's like, like, what did you guys say to refer to, like, your butt? Like, what was the word that you guys used for butt? Bottom. We said bum, which I hate. That's... We were not allowed to say butt. Like, butt was a bad word. Yeah. Until we were, like, much, like, high school age. Yeah. was finally like, yeah. okay, you can say butt. Butt was a bad word. Stupid was a bad word. Shut up was a bad word. Oh, yeah, we didn't say crap. shut up was bad. Crap was a bad word. 
Um, we were okay to say crap. My grandmother says, oh, poop. That's hers. Mm. And so I feel like that was, like, already sort of, like, normalized in my yeah. family culture of, like, like slightly potty language, I guess, was kind yeah. of, like, whatever. No. Yeah, there were several. And I remember, like, I remember being in uh, middle school and, like, the first time I described something to a friend as being stupid and they were like, are you allowed to say that? <laughs> we did not have the stupid, like, wasn't allowed word. Thankfully, because yeah. I did know a lot of people that weren't weren't allowed to say stupid. Yeah, but or like hate, you weren't allowed to say you could hate. Oh anything. yeah, hate. It was a bad one. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of bad ones. Yeah, there were a lot of bad ones. Do you know? Okay, you Uh-oh. may have already seen this. This is this. No, this is fun. I learned something the other day. Um, speaking of bad words, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I learned something uh, about the word cunt. Oh, yes? Yes. Um, there's, I'm sure you have seen her. There's a, there's a woman on TikTok and she does like, like sexy history. And so she does yes, like, like, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Her name uh, is Esme. Esme yes. Louise. Just for anyone who wants to look her up. She's very cool. She's very cool. Um, but she was, uh, it was a, it was, I think she was on somebody else's podcast as like a guest and they were talking with her about her area of expertise. Mm-hmm. And she was sharing that, um, actually the word cunt is the only word that is the it is the oldest word that we have uh for the vagina and it is the only word that that refers to the body part without referring to it in relation to like penetrative sex yeah exactly Mm -hmm. because vagina is literally it's it's latin for sheath yeah and so, like, all of those other words, so, like, it was, it was, and I'm going to forget exactly what she said, but it was, like, that's one of the oldest ones, um, and I think it was, at one time, a, like, like, a clinical or medical word, but, like, as these other words started coming in that sort of, like, framed it in relation to, like, it, like, how men wanted to think of it, it was, like, the, like the word cunt was it was like it was encouraged like people encouraged that it was like it was that's a dirty word and like they made it sound ugly and dirty mm-hmm. until now it's like one of the worst things that you yeah, can say. Yeah, I feel say. like people view that as like the worst swear yeah. word. Which is like I am very liberal with the word cunt unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's very liberal in gay culture as yeah. to say like that someone is like cunty in a like a positive way. Yeah. And, like, or you're serving cunt, and that means, like, you, like, are, like, you know, have a look. Yeah, you're wearing, like, an outfit or, like, makeup or whatever. You're, like, serving a look. You're serving cunt. Yeah. Which is, like, I think that's normalized that word a lot for me. Yeah. Because it definitely is, like, most people view that as, like, a very, very bad word. Yeah. And I've, and that's, and that's why I thought it was so interesting that it's, like, that literally used to be, like, that, that is one of the oldest words that we have. Mm -hmm. That, like, that predates, like, Latin influence on English language. Yeah. And people are like, you can't use that word because it talks about the vagina outside of the context of yeah. vaginal penetrative sex. That talks about the, You shouldn't that, talk about it that That way. talks about that body part as just, like, a body part separate on its own and distinct from any other body part and not in its function of, like, I want to have sex. Yeah, like, how I- how- because men came up with 
the other words. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. And so it was like, that's how I want that body part to be used. Right. So this is like context we're going to That put body it in. part's for me. Yeah. It's not just, it doesn't just exist on its own. It exists for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they vilified the word cunt and did it so well that even now, thousands of years later, it is like one of the worst things you can say. Oh, yeah. People are like, <gasps> yeah. I thought it was super interesting. And so she was like, I'm trying to, like, to, like, have a movement to, like, bring back the word cunt because it's the only word that we have in any language mm-hmm. that that labels that body part on its own merit. Yeah. That's... Which, in, in other countries, it is much more common. America specifically vilifies yeah. that word a lot more oh, than, like, for sure. Europe or Australia, where that's, like, a very common... Yeah. That's, a, like, a lot more commonly used. Yeah. But... America so. does not like that word. America do- America has a, a much um, a much different like view of language and profanity than really any other. America culture. has the like really widespread like conservative Christian culture has affected American culture as a whole yeah. so significantly. Like the very- There's a lot of stuff where it's like puritanical influences have really- yeah, like, yeah that's very bad and then it's like very common in other places but it's like well you know, Christian people don't like bad words, so, like, the use of bad words is, like, swearing in public, especially in the South, is, like, considered quite negative. Yeah, oh, it's considered incredibly rude. Like, other, yeah, people will consider that very rude, will complain about it. Yeah, they'll, like, they'll, like, you know, like, if you're, like, out at a restaurant and they can hear you, they'll, like, send a waiter to, like, tell you to leave or tell you to quiet down or... Yeah, I, like, I will either not swear or swear very quietly in yeah. public because people will get upset if yeah. you do that. And I think that that's not common in most places. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So anyway, yeah, I just thought those on the topic of language and what... Oh, just language. That's no, another like funny thing is that it's just called language in the review on the on the thing. Everybody just calls it language and it's like, it's profanity. Yeah, you're not being like specific about what kind of language it is. You have to be more specific, please. I love that this one is has a three. It's like giving it a three out of five for language because it's they say things like idiot. That's so funny to me. I'm like, you know, I feel like you they haven't scaled that appropriately. No, because there's like way worse. Yeah, like, there's not. There's way worse movies out there. Now, this is interesting. Diverse representations. What is this about? Mario and Luigi are white of Italian descent. The movie's take on their over-the-top Italian accents is that they're just for show. Um, But Mario's time... Oh, that's interesting. Mario's time with his family reinforces some Italian-American stereotypes. Of course. It Yeah, naturally. Hmm, that's interesting that they are uh, addressing that at all, I feel like. I feel like that is quite progressive of them. Yeah. I'm sure that they would not include things like gay people in Mm -hmm. the positive, diverse representation, but good for them for trying. Yeah. The movie's magical worlds feature all, almost all non-human creatures, but three black actors voice key characters. Princess Peach is a skilled, brave female leader. That is true. Um, Timber Pepper's regularly scheduled feature on the podcast. The only female character in any of the lands and is portrayed as a love interest for both Bowser and Mario. I mean, eh. 
They're trying. They're like trying. they're trying to be like feminism. <laughs> Which is unfortunately also quite progressive for like a Christian media outlet. Like, yeah. Pepper, come here. Hi, Peps. Hi. Hello. What's up? I love that she doesn't know how to like ask for or be affectionate, so she's gonna just like sniff or lick you. Like yep. here. It was a very pepper. gentle sniff. Pepper. You come up here? Come on. She's like, no, thank you. She's like, ah, uh, I don't know. She's she got her tail she going, though. She's, yeah, she's very happy. That's interesting. No, that is, like, I'm, I'm, in, I hesitate to say impressed, but, like, moderately pleased that they include this at all. This one actually has, like, some relatively progressive things on the positive messages category. Oh, please. This one does not have a diversity category. I think that's relatively new. Oh, okay. Um, but, but. Pepper, no. Is scratching her chin on the microphone. <laughs> Hello. Uh, but yeah, this one says, Bella does not rely on Edward to make an important, possibly self-sacrificing choice for her life, having the baby. Okay. And despite the controversial pregnancy, the movie offers a positive outlook on what constitutes family and how love can take many different forms. But Bella and Edward's marriages remains a sticky issue since it's not widely considered a good idea for teens to consider marriage right out of high school. I agree. Okay. Yeah, I mean, true. But I'm, like, good for them for being, like, you know, it's, like, they're representing sort of an unconventional family dynamic of, like, you know, this, like, large sort of generational family that's, like, a found family. They're not, I mean, they're not all related. They're all fucking, which is kind of weird. It's a bit, yeah, it's a bit strange. Pepper, Pepper has flopped onto her back. On the bed between us and is, like, rubbing her head on this piece of paper that we've used to write down the ideas on. Oh, in the vi- the violence and scariness section is like very long on this one. Yeah, this one also has a four out of five violence and scariness. Yeah, this is a three out of five violence, but it's a very long. Pepper, <laughs> you're stepping on the computer. The, I'm just like so nervous that she's gonna step on something important. <laughs> you can't. Pepper, she's no. standing on the computer and like scratching her chin on the like um the microphone. Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> this is not... You can't... <laughs> she doesn't understand how podcasting works. She doesn't. You Pepper. can't get so close to the mic, Pepper. People are gonna hear, like, all kinds of little, like... They're gonna hear your little schnuffly noises. Nobody wants to hear your schnuffly noises. Don't schnuffle. Don't schnuffle at the mic. You're so small. You are... She's very small. She's such a wee thing. For all the people that are listening that can't see her, she's like a little black and white tuxedo cat. Mm-hmm. But she's very wee. She had her growth, like, stunted as an infant. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, really small, and it's quite cute. A very wee cat. You're a very wee cat. Anyway. But yeah, is that, I have not seen that movie, so I don't know if there is what... I assume um, it's very cartoony type it's, violence. Yeah, it's very cartoon. It's And I would call it cartoon action. I wouldn't necessarily call it violence. If it were me, personally. Because, um, like, you know, there are things like, like the missiles and, like, the the, the bob-bombs and, like, all of the stuff from a Mario game. Yeah. Um, and, like, jumping on people's heads and, like, throwing turtle shells and whatnot. It's, yeah, very, like, goofy cartoon so, but, like, But it's not what I would consider violent. Yeah. Because it's, I don't know. It's like, yeah, like, unrealistic to the point where it's like, this doesn't even feel like violence. Yeah. 
Potential spoiler alert. Uh-oh. Not a potential spoiler alert for a movie that's, what, 10 years old? When did this movie come out? 15 years old? 2011. Oh, so... Yeah. Like 12 years old. Yeah. Let's see. So yeah, let's... uh, Missiles being shot, fingers being crushed in a piano... Talk of ritual sacrifices. Ch- <laughs> Chases in which characters are in peril. Why are they talking about ritual sacrifice in that movie? There's like one thing. Honestly, okay, and I want to know. Oh, okay, good. It's going to talk about it at the end. Because there's one thing that I was like, that's like the darkest thing about this movie. Um, so there's like one line right at the end. Uh, that's like, like a one-off line, and it's it's almost like just, it's just like a "Hey Bowser's evil" actually kind of line where he's like he's con- he's told Peach you have to marry me or I'm gonna, you know, destroy your kingdom. Mm-hmm. And she's Which like, I would love to see the writers of Common Sense Media see the like, <laughs> the like gay fanfiction edits of this movie Bowser on TikTok. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, Bowser from this movie has become like gay, gay TikToks like daddy. <laughs> and yeah, I hate it so it's much. It's bad, actually. It's, really bad. it's bad. Um, but no, he's just it's yeah. He's he's like oh yeah, we're gonna have our the we're having our wedding because he's forced her to marry him mm-hmm. in order to protect the people that she loves and leads as as their mark. Um, and. He's got all these prisoners from, like, earlier in the movie. And he's like, I'm going to sacrifice them in your honor. Oh, my because God. Because he's evil. Yeah. Um, and that's just, like, that's what evil people do, I guess. Um, it's a very one-off, like, it barely gets any, like, attention sort of line. It's just a way to, like, it's a way to, like, explain away and, like, it's just... Here, let's give it a reason to, like, add more stakes to the final battle. Because they have to save the prisoners. Yeah. They thought he was going to release them, and he's not. He's going to lower them into the lava. What do we do? Not the lava! Not the lava, yeah. Oh my god. Um. I love that. Yeah, so it's literally, it's just, like, to give that a reason. Um. There's also, and this is, like, this was one thing that I was like, hey, maybe that's a bit much for a kid's movie. Like, genuinely. (laughs) Is there's a character in there's a in in one of the one of the prisoners is a is like a cute little like floating glowing star, mm-hmm. and it's obviously voiced by a child, and is like constantly talking about craving the sweet release of death, <laughs> <laughs> and like having these like horribly like existential I know nihilistic. Exactly. I have seen edits of this character yeah. on TikTok. <laughs> Oh, and that was one thing where I was like, that's a lot for a six-year-old. I feel like maybe they could have toned that back a little. Like, that one was obviously included as, like, a funny for the parents, but even... Nothing is funny like Suicide Alley. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, (laughs) I'm an adult, and that's a lot. So maybe that one was a little too much. I love that I say nothing is funny like Suicide Alley. Like, my last, the last episode wasn't titled after a comment I made about (laughs) 
about all of our friends, like, n- nobody really has zest for life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. Yeah. I have transitioned over now to the review of Fifty Shades of Grey. Ooh. Because I knew that that would be an absolute roast. Please. First of all, the common sense media says 18 plus. I would agree. Yes. Uh, parents say 17 plus and kids oh. say 16 plus. Interesting. Um, it got a two out of five stars, which honestly I think is generous. Mm-hmm. Um, and the byline is, lackluster take on bestseller is extremely graphic. (laughs) Which I would argue that I actually think it's not that graphic, but I think for the average person it's probably pretty graphic. When it came out, it was like one of the more graphic things you could see. Yeah, for sure. It's been a few years since then. I love that- Positive messages Positive messages one. Positive role models one. Sex, romance, nudity- what one positive message could it possibly have? A key takeaway is to develop a strong sense of self-esteem so you don't compromise in your relationships. Although Anna's a- Anna 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 I can't remember how she pronounces it. Anna starts the movie insecure and upset. She ends it knowing that she what she doesn't doesn't want out of her romantic relationship with Christian. That's because she's been gaslit. Yeah, I would not consider that a positive message. I nope. Anna's roommate encourages her, this is the positive role models, Anna's roommate encourages her to take things slow and at her own pace with Christian. Anna starts the movie as an insecure virgin, but later discovers her own boundaries, desires, and limits when it comes to a sexual relationship. I guess. Kind of. Not really. Uh, sex, romance, and nudity. Five mm-hmm. out of five. Yep. Like the book, the movies include several explicit sex scenes with nearly full frontal nudity. Mm-hmm. Not really. Um... I would not consider that movie having any full frontal nudity. The so here's the thing is if I'm remembering correctly, you don't ever see. You I don't think you ever see like. Her like. No. Coochie. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> I was like, what is the fucking word I'm looking for? And I couldn't remember. Cunt, pussy, yeah. labia, <laughs> coochie. <laughs> Gross, Sarah. <sighs> I hate that word. It's a terrible one, and I couldn't think of any other word. Sarah's over here like, let's normalize the word cunt. And then she's like, alright, nobody sees your coochie. <laughs> I literally couldn't think. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, there is there is the infamous... Half inch of shaft shot. Yes. In the full, like, there's, like, a full version and there's, like, an edited, like, Yeah, in the, like, unedited cut. There is one part where he unbuttons his sex jeans. And you, yeah, (laughs) and and you you get, like... like, the top and some pubes. Yeah. (laughs) It's for, like, half a second. Yeah, and so I think, like, but that's what I'm saying. It's, like, I think to be considered full frontal nudity, it has to be, like, full. Yeah, I don't think it can be nearly full frontal nudity. I don't think that counts. I think it's just, like, I think they're just saying that you see boobs and, like, most of her leg. And they're saying because you can see pubic hair, which I don't think that that counts as full frontal nudity, but Mm, whatever. No. Uh, Always breasts and buttocks, which yes, there's a lot, like, her tits are out half the movie. Yeah. Which is the best part of the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, correct. (laughs) And occasionally shots of pubic hair. Most of the sex scenes, all of which show Christian opening a condom, I appreciate that at least they point that out. Um... It may have been bad and toxic and a very terrible representation of BDSM community, but at least, but at least he's, he's using a condom. Safe sex. <laughs> Involved the use of Christian's ties, eye masks, and other sex, sex toys, such bondage aids like whips, chains, handcuffs, ropes, and feathers. 
Christian and Anastasia walk in on her roommate having sex on the couch. She's wearing a negligee and her partner's jeans are pushed down under his butt. Honestly, that was not as... I feel like they have gotten a lot more progressive in some of these reviews. Yeah. Because there used to be ones where it's like, a girl wears a tank top. Yeah. And you can see her shoulders. And it's like... I'm curious. It's not products and purchases. Oh yeah, they point out very... Like, many obvious... Oh. Uh, so I'm curious because I was like, I was like, what? What does the other one have to say about this? Uh, I searched Focus on the Family movie reviews, and mm-hmm. they it it pulled up Plugged In, which oh, is yes, their Plugged In is Plugged In. Yes, Plugged In is another um, very popular one. Movies. Okay. I don't know any of these movies. Can you give me one that's like? Fun and recognizable. I okay. Well, I like that they also called out the fact that Fifty Shades of Grey was originally a piece of Twilight fan fiction. They do call that out in nice. their review, which I somebody think somebody did their somebody research. did their research. I'm gonna search up one that was very controversial at the time that it came out. And they also call out how inappropriate the like toxic the relationship is. Let's see. Content, caution, light. Okay. This person is really determined. And even glimpses of genitalia. Like, I guess. I wouldn't really even say that there's, like, glimpses of genitalia. Um, Although they're just shy of being completely full frontal. I would not also describe that as just shy. There is not enough full frontal nudity in Fifty Shades of Grey. That's my hot take. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. Because I was, like, I'm, like, looking for one, and I'm, like, I, I searched up Finding Dory. Okay. <laughs> Unplugged in by Focus on the Family. Um, and under the sexual content section, mm-hmm. uh, it says, let's see, oh, that's funny. This is like, Dory becomes confused by a young school fish's question and starts talking about how babies are made, saying when two fish love each other and she's interrupted. And it should be noted that in our current cultural climate of hypersensitivity about sexuality and gender, the, some moviegoers are making claims that there's a lesbian couple featured that could only be in reference to two women walking together in a park. There's no accompanying indication of the nature of the relationship, and the co-director Andrew Stanton's response has been, they can be whatever you want them to be. There's no right or wrong answer. Yeah, they're like background. So that's interesting. First, I thought I, someone was complaining about lesbian fish, and I was like, they're fish. Yeah, no, it's not. No, it's it's. I know. There's, yeah, there's like one scene where there's like like two women walking yeah. by in the background. Which is like, I find cares? that really interesting because like when it came out, there were like everybody I was hearing from was talking about it like there was like explicit lesbian yeah, sex like- up, on screen. <laughs> Yeah, there's, like, two lesbians, like, scissoring in the park. Yeah, literally, yes. <laughs> and it's like just two women, like, walking next to each other. Yeah, and it's just two blurred-out extras in the background who are walking, like, one's got, like, a baby stroller, and they're walking together. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, people really acted like they were, like, full-on, like, fucking in the park. Yes. <laughs> they're like, oh my god, Like, lesbians. even, like, with my mom. My mom, when it came out, she was like, well, I've heard that there's some lesbians. There's, like they put gay people in the movie and I'm like yeah <laughs> so did like, they? mom I've heard that there's lesbians here in the room I've heard, 
I've heard that the lesbians are everywhere. There's lesbians everywhere. Turns out there are no laws against them, like, living. They can just live. For now. For now. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, uh, that's like when that Beauty and the Beast movie came out, and there was that, like, everyone was absolutely scandalized about that scene where LeFou was, like, dancing with that guy. Yeah, and and the guy would, like, was dressed up as a lady, and he kind of liked it. Yeah. Yeah. People were, like, really scandalized by something that was, like, so in the background that, like, any child watching would never have noticed. No. And, like, just like every other queer-coded character... Uh, they're not it's they're, never confirmed it's never, it's never really, confirmed or denied and it's, it's and it's like kind of for a laugh yeah it's largely included for like comedic purposes yeah like haha gay people are funny yeah and it's like hmm. isn't it silly a man dancing with a man crazy <laughs> isn't it silly a man dancing with a man <laughs> isn't that just just so silly <laughs> Look, that one's wearing a skirt. That's not what men do. <laughs> that only episode. That's not what men do. <laughs> That's not what men do. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. All right. Anyway, I think we've beat this dead horse. We've <laughs> fed the fed horse. <laughs> yes. I accidentally. You're right. I accidentally corrected. That became such a meme when we were in college. If anyone doesn't even know, this is a reference to when we were in college. The, um, what is the name of PETA. that group? PETA famously came up with an article saying, like, here's all of these, like, colloquial slogans that people use that it, that are, like, negative towards animals. Yeah, they, like, Things promote, like, like, abusive attitudes towards yeah, animals. Yeah, which is, like, beating a dead horse and, like, feeding two, or, like, uh, killing mm-hmm. two birds with one stone. They were like, it should be feeding two birds with one scone and, like, <laughs> feeding the fed horse. <laughs> so, I like- Which- I fucking love both of those are like they're like that like talking about like beating a dead horse or like killing two birds with one stone is abusive and it like promotes bad attitudes toward animals so instead you should use these phrases which involve feeding a bird something that will kill it Uh and overfeeding an animal which is abusive (laughs) yeah they're like so yeah I don't it's not better so. It's if anything, it's more insidious. PETA is more insidious than they let they let you believe. PETA secretly really wants to kill animals. They're just really sneaky about it. <laughs> what a hot take! Oh my god, Sarah's here with oh the hot gossip. God. It's what they, they like. Like several members though do. They'll be like, have, like have you heard of those? Like have you seen those articles? Like like members of PETA, like, extremist members of PETA, like, breaking into people's houses and killing their pets because they're like, they don't deserve to live in captivity, so we're gonna kill them for you. That sounds like, uh, any extremist ever, honestly. Yeah, right? Where it's like, they've, they've, like, gone so extreme, they've wrapped back around to, like, defeating their own Yeah. Point. Extremists yeah. are the worst. <laughs> what a hot take. <laughs> what a hot take. Scalding take over here. Extremists? Bad. <laughs> All right, I think we've uh, fed the fed horse. We've fed the fed horse. It's it's <laughs> it's time to go. It's time to go. Thanks, and we're sorry.